0: Welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm Rockhard Cyclops, Vincent Perez.
1: I'm magician speaker, Lauren Russell.
2: And I'm kissy Face demon, Kevin Bobbitt.
1: <laughs>
0: this week, we welcome you to the first official episode of season two of the show, with possibly the most hyped-up show of the season, the super spooky Netflix-owned Castlevania. Uh, we would also like to welcome our first guest of the new season, Patrick Gill. Hey Patrick, how's it going?
3: Hey y'all, I'm doing really good. I'm excited to talk about some of the great American tradition that is anime. anime.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, so Patrick, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Patrick Gill. I work at a website called Polygon.com. I've been there for about a year um and i'm a video producer I, I do i do video stuff there um i guess the show that if if you're going to know me for something it's probably for please retweet which is a really <laughs> stupid fucking show where i try to get Nintendo to retweet <laughs> a picture of toad that i made um but yeah uh yeah i, I help out behind the scenes a lot at, uh, at polygon i'm the producer on the polygon show which is my favorite podcast that i'm also the producer it's a of. real
2: good podcast
3: it's Thank uh it's you. pretty solid i've listened Thank to it a, so a number of episodes yeah, um, but yeah, that 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 that's who I am, and that's what I do. And I, uh, I'm I'm not a huge anime boy, but I'm really excited to talk about this particular anime. Which is know. great
2: because our next question for you is, what is your history with anime? Let's talk about my history with anime. Hey, I have an idea. Let's
3: talk about my history with anime. So, um, I am like, I don't know. I would describe myself. I, can I ask you, y'all, a question first? Sure. Yeah. So I haven't. Um, I I, I listened a bit to a couple episodes that I found on Sound SoundCloud. Mate, Wait, do you have episodes on SoundCloud? Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah, I was listening to some episodes on SoundCloud. And I was like, okay, these folks seem like they know anime. What's your history with anime? And then I'll share mine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um, uh,
2: I think we all go back to, like, the two, like coming home from school to watch Tsunami Days.
3: Yeah, yeah. okay, cool.
2: So yeah. I, I,
3: I would describe myself as anime adjacent. Like, I really, really um, grew up, I think a lot of us grew up surrounded by anime, but, like, I was, my parents had, like, certain restrictions on the stuff I could and couldn't watch. And by the time, like, Toonami was on, those restrictions, the restrictions had loosened. But I think I was still, like, really conscious of them. So I have really distinct memories of, like, trying to watch Gundam Wing and changing the channel every time my parents came in the room. Because I was, like, worried <laughs> no. that they would like, disapprove. Wait, wait, watch the anime.
2: Hold on. age wise how old are you compared to us, Pat? <laughs> uh,
3: I am 29.
4: Okay. 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 So yeah, we're all
2: in the same age range. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, definitely anime adjacent. Um, the only anime series that I have watched. So like, I I feel like I have much like professional wrestling in the Attitude Era. I just absorbed all of Dragon Ball Z through osmosis. So like, I don't feel like I've ever watched a full episode. But if you describe something that happened on Dragon Ball, I can be like, yeah, I remember like hearing about that. Um, and then uh, but I've watched Samurai Champloo all the way through. Uh, Akira and, um, uh, Princess Mononoke are two of my favorite movies. Um, but yeah, as far as like serialized anime, I'm not, I'm not big on it. Like I watched like 20 episodes of Bleach one summer and then I fell off.
2: I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I think fine. Most of us did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you are into
0: wrestling, which is the great American anime.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, it is literally just anime. It's just like, like somebody I...
2: getting... For some reason, my mind didn't say, half pack on to watch uh, Tiger Mask W, which is like the wrestling anime that came out last season.
3: Oh, God. Actually, so I did um, create a Crunchyroll subscription specifically to watch <laughs> that. And, like, it was fun and it was good, but, like, I think it was a little too anime and not enough wrestling. It like, is not good. Between the two things. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like I, I appreciated some of the the matches in it. Um, there were some cool wrestling moves.
0: Should get some ultimate muscle going.
3: Oh, my oh yeah, God. like I have wanted to for so long. Like, is is that on any of the streaming services? Do I, I, I don't know.
2: I don't know because Fox had the licensing to that. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. What's that called
3: in Japan? It's got a, it's got a cooler name. It's like Kanikuman or something like that. Kanikuman. Yeah, Kanikuman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that I remembered that. Yeah, did you know, he he doesn't use it as as his finisher anymore, but Samoa Joe used to use the finisher from uh, Kanikuman as his, yeah, his, he did.
2: His oh my god,
3: he, he'd use the Muscle Buster.
0: Um, That's pretty awesome. I yeah. didn't know that actually. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, Ultimate yeah. Muscle came out at, like the perfect time where like I was getting into anime and somewhat out of wrestling.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was like, I. It was it was cartoony enough cuz it was on Fox. Yeah. Uh, but it still had like it was wrestling still. So I was like this is yeah. awesome right now. This is blowing like like all of my senses out the water.
0: Was wrestling your gateway drug to anime, Kevin?
2: Uh, it, probably yeah. <laughs> cuz I mean it's it's so over the top and so and so just like scripted. So I mean it, it kind of just flows right into it. If you I mean honestly, sense. If you, know, if you know people that, that like like fighting games, they're all into wrestling.
3: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah for many. sure. So, okay. yeah,
3: I've also uh, I, I've made a, an attempt at watching all of, um, oh, God, uh, Cowboy Bebop, which I really, really liked the style of. I just haven't finished it yet. So, But I, I think I, I was telling Kevin when he was prepping me for the show that, like, the type of anime I enjoy is anything that is like... Um, uh, any, anything where like the director's vision is really clearly visible in it. Um, so I, I, I just feel like a lot of anime is just super super formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I mean you could say this thing about most mediums, but like that's usually where I lose lose my patience. But with something like Samurai Shampoo or Sam or, or you know Cowboy Bebop or uh, I I just just started um One Punch Man a couple days ago. Oh, awesome. I'm very clear that somebody has an idea of what they want this thing to be. Um, and it's coming through in every shot and every every episode. That's usually when I can stay engaged enough to to fit, follow through.
0: Yeah, it usually tends to be like something that's a little more concise and mm-hmm. has, like you said, a, kind of a solid idea and follows through with it. Usually in like a season or two.
3: Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's definitely a big thing. Like a lot of the uh, long running like anime that doesn't actually have a termination point. I usually figure out the formula and get tired of it. One Peace. before I get all the way through.
0: <laughs> One Piece, Bleach, Naruto. Oh,
3: God.
2: Yeah. Hey, two of those series ended now, so.
0: Uh,
3: yeah. Right. Uh, were, were, so, were the endings satisfying? Just out uh, of curiosity. To Naruto, uh, yes. Naruto's uh, Bleach, right. no. Hell no. Bleach,
0: Bleach was a hell no. Uh, and and when, I don't know if One Piece could ever like end in a One way. One Piece that, can't would be satisfying for anything. It's yeah.
1: not gonna end.
2: For so, how they've laid out One Piece, it'll never end.
0: We can segue into the news, right? Yeah. Speaking of access. something that will never end,
2: <laughs> oh, our man. first
0: bit of news for the week, um, <laughs> we actually just got this little tidbit yesterday, which uh, set Twitter ablaze. Twitter, Facebook,
2: uh, every bit of social media exploded.
0: Yeah. So Kingdom Hearts 3 is planned for 2018, and they just released footage of uh, Toy Story, Toy
2: Story World. So, I, (laughs) we, you and I talked about this, Vince. (laughs) I mean, Uh,
0: I, I honestly, it's really, really, really difficult to give a shit about Kingdom Hearts.
2: Not for me. But I don't know. Like, I'm like, like before last year when they started putting out a bunch of details where it was like, here's some footage and like actual shit. I was like, I don't give a damn anymore. And now it's like, oh, here's what you've wanted for the last 10 years. I'm like, f- like, ninth grade Kevin, when we first heard about Kingdom Hearts 3, is losing his fucking mind.
0: <laughs> See, I'm more just like, oh, they released a date, and I'm like, how much further are they going to have to push it back? Like, we're going to get into, like, summer of next year, and E3 is going to pass once more, and then it's just going to be like, oh, we're pushing it back to 2020. Sorry, guys. I don't
2: like this. Like, it's, it's, it's hard What's for me the... to feel like they're going to keep pushing this back. I mean, I'm going to buy much it for sure. Pushed out I need to so finish... much shit for this.
0: I need to finish this fucking game series. But it's just like, okay, cool. Once the disc is actually in my hand and I like I pop it into my PlayStation four and go, Okay, cool, let's get this started. This is
1: actually happening. I'm not
0: gonna believe it.
2: I'm gonna just like yeah. stay home for like
3: three days and just like so are, are all three of you uh, Kingdom Hearts veterans, did you all did Yeah, yeah. You, all have, did yes. you, you all have your Kingdom Hearts Purple Hearts?
0: We've yeah. we've gone through we've
3: gone through the I'm the replaying the series relationship right now. with Kingdom Hearts. So th- this is another area where I never got into. It. Good. No, you know uh, what? I if you didn't
4: get
2: into it, leave it alone.
3: I mean,
0: honestly like it's one of those things that kind of coincided with like, oh, I'm really into anime. Yeah. Oh, cool. Here's a bunch of anime boys and, and Disney. Disney. Yeah. Th-
2: this is literally like two people had two people made a fan fiction together pretty much. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, the the I know edition. you watched and this was the funniest shit ever. You on a stream, you watched all the Kingdom Hearts openings.
4: Yeah, and so me
2: goddamn, and, it was so good for you to watch those because you'd never seen them.
3: Yeah, me and my very good friend Allegra Frank watched all of uh, all of the Kingdom Hearts intros, and it was an utterly baffling experience for me. And I remember in in college, yeah, college, like my first year of college or so, I had some friends who were huge, huge Kingdom Hearts fanboys, and I remember them um, like I would hang out with them all the time. And when those first teasers for Kingdom Hearts three came out. Like, they're all just losing their shit, and they're just, like, scouring over every possible detail in it, and I cannot believe that, you know, those friends are waiting, have been waiting as long as they have for more Kingdom Hearts. Like, like, those people, like, they were living in, like, terrible apartments where they had to walk through each other's like bedrooms to, to to get to their own bedrooms and now they're like married and they bought houses and stuff and they're still excited about kingdom hearts they're still
0: just like oh man i can't wait to see what happens with sora and riku it's gonna be great yeah.
2: i feel like for a lot of people though it's just like it's been so long i want to see it to the end and just be done with it
0: do you think they're gonna pull a yuri on ice and have like sora and riku like bang no. it out
1: no no no, no
3: way no nah. Uh, did, wait, so one thing that has been circulating, which I think is kind of cool, is, like, people are showing, like, people grab grabbing screenshots of Rex from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Arts I saw that. And, yeah, someone's yeah, doing, from,
0: like, they're doing comparison shots with, like, the first yeah. Toy Story.
3: Because a long time that was the rubric. People were like, when are video games going to catch up with Toy Story? And it's, like, pretty clearly happened by now, which is pretty cool. It's kind of intense,
0: like, seeing the amount of change that's happened between, like, oh, the second game came out on the PlayStation 2, and here we are, like, a good number of generations later. Yeah. And now it's, we're going to yeah. have this... The game itself, I, I will admit, the game itself does look gorgeous.
2: So, uh, so and they, they've been showing um, comparison shots from when we first got screens in 2015 to the screens we got yesterday with, with the trailer. Because it like, literally a side-by-side. Like, they literally just recreated one part of the old trailer in this new one... And you can see the immense jump in detail they went through in those two years.
1: Thank God. Yeah, uh, right?
2: But, uh, okay, so um, this is the last thing I want to talk about this because we need to move on to some more news. Um, Toy Story is about, like, oh, we're going to get caught and hide and shit so people don't see that we're alive. That trailer, they're all fighting in the front lawn of Andy's house.
3: <laughs> I mean, Maybe everybody in the neighborhood is dead. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> just, like, in the grass, just, like, fighting...
0: I mean, imagine how loud that must be because they were like tearing up that driveway too.
2: Yeah, like Sid didn't see that or something. Like where's...
0: I mean, Sid's the garbage man at this. Where's point, Where's but...
2: Andy's dog? I, don't tell me the dog's uh, dead because that's. I'm
0: curious. I'm curious what point in the you. timeline of Toy Story this is. Like, is this in between one and two? It's gotta be Does Toy Story matter? three.
2: I doubt it matters. Maybe it's no because they talk, they talk about. I want to in for. the Toy Story
0: canon, Lauren. Whatever.
2: I don't know. He looks really cool as a toy, though. I'll say that they look cool as toys. He does
3: actually. He looks, like, he looks like he looks cool. like a Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did I ever tell? Uh, I I invented Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, so no, like back. What, what year was it? It was it was around this. I know that uh, Bionicle or. Came out around the same time Samurai Jack premiered. On, I think it was like Cardino it was like
0: 2000 or 2001.
3: Yeah, so I, I was like I was older than I older than a person playing with Bionicle should have been, but I was. <laughs> so it, it, before Bionicle came out, there was Throwbots, which were the same exact. I remember Throwbots I also. Yeah, and so and they they threw these stupid like frisbee discs, and so they mm-hmm. had, like, one stupid like springy arm. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't want these to throw things. So I just, I, I bought two of them and I combined them uh, so that they didn't have to have a stupid springy arm. And I was like, now it's just a cool robot. And then like a couple, couple months later, uh, Lego got the memo and they're like, okay, well, let's, let's call it Bionicle. Uh, so I, I, I'm the proud inventor of Bionicles. <laughs>
2: uh, is Bionicle anime? There's an animated mean, series.
1: Did, there's a TV show. Isn't
2: yeah. it? And there, there, yeah. was there was were movies, show. so I guess...
3: Really, I missed those completely. I mean, if we can
0: consider like Beast Wars to be anime, I think Bionicle could fit right in there. Yeah, Beast Wars was anime <laughs>
2: as fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was. So right. uh, next up on the news agenda,
2: Kevin. Oh, I'm do this so one? excited for this. Uh, Lupin the Third: Castle of Cagliostro uh, comes to uh, U.S. theaters for screenings again. Um, so, Ghibli's the Ghibli studio ghibli has been doing a bunch of uh screenings of movies for this like movie festival they have going like it, across... it's all
0: it's all miyazaki stuff too
2: yeah across like everywhere um and so we, we've been getting it for fathom events uh like i just bought tickets to go see kiki's delivery service um but now they're I, it, this is like the least known miyazaki movie because nobody knows he did this movie but yeah. he did, like, one of the most famous Lupin the Third movies, and they're putting it back in theaters in, like, the middle of August, which is fantastic.
4: Sweet.
0: I mean, I love Lupin the Third. I, I will say Castle of Cagliostro is, like, probably one of my favorite entries in the Lupin the Third kind of franchise. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go see it, though, because there's other Miyazaki films I'd rather see. I'll That's probably go see on. this. Agreed. Like, like Nausicaa or, like, Spirited Away...
1: Mando, okay. Is uh, is
3: Nausicaa part of this um, re-release campaign? I believe so. I don't know okay, if it's passed really yet. It, it might
0: be like either the end of
3: this month or like September. But now no, I'm gonna I check. Should, I should look that up around here because I would love to see that. That that is one that I have not seen yet. But they That's are so uh,
2: they, they they show each one of these for two days. The first the cool. first screening is dubbed. And the second screening is the sub, um, and they're all in oh, HD okay. and everything. So they're like the Blu Ray qualities of these movies. Um, but it's awesome to see these movies in theaters again. For one, I mean, for people our age who like grew up with this stuff or have seen it as kids, to go see it in a theater is a great experience. And also because there's kids that have never seen this shit for some reason because those parents suck. Yeah. Uh,
0: Nausicaa is September twenty fourth and twenty fifth. So hell
3: yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to track that down. Um, the uh, there's a the Nightingale, I think it's called. There, there's a theater in Brooklyn that does a sort of um, Alamo draft House type thing where they do like sort of boutique movie movie screenings and I, I got to see Akira there a couple of months ago and it was, on one hand it was really cool to see Akira on a big screen but like they were not offering that same like dub or sub experience so I had to watch the uh, original Akira Council dub of uh. Uh, Akira Ooh. and it was rough it yeah. was real, real
0: bad <laughs> I mean everyone kind of leans towards the Pioneer dub when, when that's
3: out yeah yeah, for sure. Like I, I usually watch it. So, of, you know, as a true anime fan, I usually watch it dubbed. But uh, yeah, it was like it was it was a notably worse movie with the localization that it got back then. Huh. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's that. That is not that is not related to the news item we're discussing. But uh, <laughs> that, that, that's exciting. It's completely cool. Uh, what else we yeah, got? This, we got some more this segues names, right? so
2: well with that last piece of news.
4: Oh, am
0: I uh, doing this one? I'll do uh, this one. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Mary and the witch's flower prepares to enchant the world. So this essentially just looks like uh, a fucking bootleg Ghibli film.
2: Well, <laughs> the the main artist for this film used to work for Studio Ghibli. She used to work under Miyazaki. I mean, Miyazaki. it's, it's real to, apparent. That's I mean, how the
1: could, new studio is formed, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah so, it's all people that used to work for Miyazaki. I
0: watched this trailer and the the whole thing just felt like every single Miyazaki flick just kind of mashed up.
2: I'm cool yeah.
0: with that. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, that, that thumbnail that's in the article, like, that's spirited away. She kind of looks like Arieti, and there's a bunch of other stuff. Like, she's just flying around in a broomstick. There's like, oh, the, uh, Kiki's the still director is the
2: director of, uh, of Arieti, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it's just like, I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this looks like it might be interesting, but at the same time, it looks like they're just taking cues from literally every Ghibli film that's been made, and they're putting it in this movie.
1: It still looks cute though. There's like I a mean, bunch of little
0: there's a bunch of little robots like Pastel in the Sky style.
2: If they're all coming from working with Studio Ghibli and this is the first movie, like why not do what you know and put out at least, yeah. you know, a quality product first, you know.
0: I'm gonna I'm probably gonna check it out. I'm I don't have the highest hopes for it, but it might be it might be good. Who knows?
1: It'll probably be cute nonetheless.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I ask y'all a question? Sure. Of course. Hmm. Is Miyazaki a jerk? um he is very he's
0: he seems to be like i've watched the documentary of him and them doing production on stuff and he seems Mm -hmm. very very set in his ways
1: i mean Mm -hmm. he is old he is old he's
0: like an ordeal asian dude (laughs) i could say that he seems like he might be an asshole at times but i feel like everyone just kind of wants to support his vision so everyone just kind of helps yeah
2: but also, like, favorites. he's a master of his craft. I wouldn't say jack shit yeah, yeah, to Miyazaki sure. and, like, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare say a fucking word to him.
3: We, we uh, at Polygon, a couple of us have, uh, there's a screenshot of, like, somebody showing him, like, a weird procedural animation technique. Oh, I've seen that one. He responds by saying, to me, this is an insult to life itself. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So, no, we just keep that, we keep that screenshot saved so anything when anything really bad happens at polygon we, we send each other that on slack
1: yeah that was for um what was it i think it, they set up an ai to like create animation or yeah. something oh yeah and he was like so angry about it
0: this is an affront to animation <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and i they, mean they got so upset i'm like i feel bad I- but i kind of i see his it was. Inside. It was really
0: like I remember the scene and how like great the tension was afterwards because the guys are just kind of like looking at their hands like, "Oh, okay, thanks, I guess." Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, poor guys. Jesus.
0: Cool. So I guess with that we can get started with uh what we're covering this week. Uh, Castlevania, right?
2: I'm so Netflix excited. Netflix's Castlevania, which, th- so <laughs> there's two reasons we chose this. One, uh, it's what's hype right now, in anime um two it's the beginning of the season and a lot of shows we're doing this season are like their second episode so yeah Mm -hmm. so we gotta get some time yeah
0: we need at least like three or four episodes to start Uh, So, so
2: pat would you mind reading the description uh for for castlevania
3: absolutely uh hang on stand by here we go, read by guest. And just another quick note uh, before I read this. It looks like I'm recording on left channel only. I know how to duplicate that channel, but do you, do you know how to do it? Is that going to be a problem for you? I know how to
2: do it. It's okay. Okay, Now cool. be good.
3: Cool, cool. Okay. So I will read the description now. A vampire hunter fights to save a besieged city from an army of otherworldly beasts controlled by Dracula himself, inspired by the classic video game, Netflix. But it's probably the most
0: concise description we've ever gotten on any show.
2: It's, it's not a Crunchyroll level description. Uh,
1: I don't know. It's lacking, though, too. Yeah. It's very
2: it lacking. Is. It's super But vague. it doesn't spoil a bunch of stuff for you.
0: This is true. Very true. A la Crunchyroll.
1: Though, is there, like, that much to spoil? I mean, it's more um, I mean, for with, for with the fact episode. that they're going to release
2: a second season already.
0: Yeah, right. I mean,
3: this is something you can yeah. burn through in an hour and a half.
1: And it's based yeah, off so the third game.
3: This is not long. It was four episodes, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: So it's yeah. weird because I don't know what happened production-wise with this. When they first announced this, they were like, it's a movie. And then Netflix was mm-hmm. like, no, it's four episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that it's broken up and everybody's like, oh, maybe we we'll got four episodes. I'm like, no, it's a movie. It's it's, it's...
0: it's pretty much a movie.
3: It, so It feels really weird to me because, like, I... It is obvious that it is not a television show because the ends of the episodes are, you know, the, the, from, from every anime, few though I have seen, every anime I've seen, like there's usually an arc to each episode where yeah. regardless of whether it's part of a serialized thing at the end of each episode, something is resolved or, you know, there's a, a you know, there, there's some sort of arc. But this this really does feel like a movie cut up or a a story cut up but it also doesn't really feel like a movie to me in that like not a lot is achieved this is true well
2: that's the thing with a lot of with a lot of anime movies is especially like movies that are like serialized like like the evangelion movies it's a great example yeah is there's there's like three movies i want to say is is that fourth one still happening
0: yeah it should be coming out in like next year or the year Um, after, i think
2: but, I mean, we know the story of, of Ava, but it's there, there's there's the movies, and there's nothing resolved at the end of each of those, those, those movies because there's more to come. Yeah. So, I mean, we know there's more to come because there's no Castlevania games that ends with you meeting the other two protagonists and then it just stops.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like, that'd be a I shitty mean, game. I wouldn't play that what, game.
0: What sucks is I just kind of, like, felt that they should have just given us a little bit more because this is essentially like, oh, they edged me and now I have to wait for a fucking year for me to blow my fucking Castlevania load.
2: Yeah. I
4: get
2: that. That's an eloquent way to describe okay. that. But all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, first it's- impressions, guys, what do we, what do you think? What were, like, as soon as you start, what, what, what do you think?
3: So, uh,. Borat voice, my wife is a very big fan of uh Avatar, and I got strong avatar vibes from this, definitely a lot of like western anime stuff going on. Oh and for it sure it is yeah. made in a western studio right this yes. Yes. In Texas. yes This isn't technically uh, anime yeah it's American it, anime
1: yeah,
3: but it felt in a lot of ways like anime and it looked it was obviously made by some really big anime fans
0: yeah they uh they borrowed heavily from the art style of uh, Symphony of the Night for the character designs and it definitely mm-hmm. shows in the way that it's animated and especially kind of when you look at up.
2: Alucard Jesus Christ
0: okay oh, Alucard is like the uh the fucked up flipper baby of like Sephiroth and Lestat
2: yep yeah
0: 100% <laughs> like I yeah, saw he's... him and I'm like that's vampire Sephiroth
2: well I mean that's who he is when you play Symphony of the Night though like that's like, they they made that art style for Sophie the Knight to make him a pretty character. Like, his they yeah. made the sprites like that to make Alucard a pretty character.
3: Yeah, I, I um, I, I think... So, I, I watched it all pretty quickly. I watched it mostly over this week and this this weekend. Uh, like we said, it was really short. I felt like there was a lot of stuff that I really liked about it, and, like, um... The action sequences, I feel, were really well-directed, um and a lot of fun to watch, but also really short, and I feel like everything in between them was kind of weird. And I also,
2: it seems like a lot of the voice actors were drunk. <laughs> well, I like, think like, I, I think Tr- Trevor was drunk just in general through most of this series. Right, like, uh, canonically, <laughs> his
3: char- character was drunk, but like, it, it seems like the direction was sort of Dark Soulsy in the way that like they told their yeah. If, I don't know if you played Dark Souls games, at all the characters just kind of
2: yeah. Oh God, yeah, quietly. we are yeah huge Dark there Souls fans. There are so fans. many.
3: We're
0: we're actually working on Dark Souls cosplays.
3: Hell yeah! But like the characters in that game are sort of really mumbly and like border borderline ASMR. And I feel like like the the, uh, the Archbishop was one of those. His his friend who he's talking to in most of the scenes was one of those where he just and. This, Kind of, kind of, just, just marble mouth. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. It was weird.
0: Everybody's mouths are just like heavily full of spit, and that's. They were just, was just full of peanut out.
2: butter,
3: like, like they walked into
2: yeah, the recording just... booth with a jar of skippy, and that skippy was done by the time they got through three <laughs> lines.
0: You know that. You know that next episode that we do, I'm going to be having peanut butter all in my
3: mouth. For the entire I swear podcast to God. that's to be horrible. Um yeah, what did y'all think of it?
2: Um animation-wise, yeah, it's definitely western anime. But it's I mean, you're coming from something that was made on the NES. Um so I didn't really give a shit what it looked like. Uh again, fight scene-wise, like you said, gorgeous. That final fight scene that we see with Alucard and uh and Trevor is yeah. beautifully directed. Um the effects felt like they really just took the effects from Avatar The Last Airbender. Like when, um. She, oh god, what is her name? Uh. Sifa? Sifa, when she was casting her magic, was literally looked like the firebending and airbending from Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: I mean, she is a mage. Yes, right? but like.
2: <laughs> if, like effect wise, like whatever effect they used to, to, to do that mm. looked literally ripped from Avatar The Last Airbender.
0: But you did it with fucking metal horns, dude. It was badass. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. This <laughs> and, this show's he
2: metal. fuck, up the fuck by the
1: way. Yeah, it is. I fucking, <laughs> that's why I fucking love it.
0: This is uh, this I, is definitely like right up Lauren's alley in regards to content.
2: I'm I'm so ready for what's the next con, Dragon Con where there's gonna be like a million Trevor Belmonts running around. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like they're all gonna look oh, really we'll shitty see. and not have any real leather in their cosplay. But goddamn <laughs> it. Oh my god.
1: Speaking of
3: metal like I really, really loved the um it, it was it was sparing, but the the level of gore that they 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 showed was oh, it's really so good. fun oh i love like it. i am a sucker for seeing people torn apart in animation like I love super just
4: four up.
3: yeah, so like like some metal of the metal in this hell yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, like, some of the scenes earlier on in the series when the demons are sort of moving through the city, ripping people up, like, there are a lot of creative disembowelment. Okay, yeah, but it's really
2: is. fucked up when he comes to, uh, what is it, Gestalt? Yeah. And you see the demon was just, like, the carrying the baby away. Like, uh, yeah. that, I was like, There's that's a, a bit much, but I get it.
0: Nah, man. Yeah. Children die, too. That's how it works. But,
2: like, the lady, like, woke up next to her husband is was, like, screaming and shit.
3: It's like, that's... And then the... Yeah, she woke up next to her husband's head. That's actually a note that I took. That was crazy. <laughs> it was a good visual
2: That note. looks... That was literally a scene that you would have seen in Metal Oh,
3: yeah, for sure. I, I almost wish they explored that a little bit more. Like, there's that scene early on where Trevor's going through the uh, marketplace talking to the people about what's going on in the city. And, like, you see people, like pulling entrails down from the top of their <laughs> their, their like boots and stuff just part like, of the cleanup crew bit, right yeah just to see a bit more of like this city that's existing in this horrifying like uh reality where they're like losing people every night would have been kind of cool but like they're moving at a pretty fast clip in the yeah. yeah i mean when
2: they when you first got to the town um after going through the little the sewer pipe or whatever there was people mm-hmm. just throwing dead bodies into like i guess what was a dried up river
1: yeah, yeah, over the like over the bridge. Just a yeah. pile of
3: bodies, that and then Trevor spit- then spits, and spits
4: into it,
3: <laughs> which is a good character moment, I thought. we oh, we yeah, also not sure. talk
2: about the first episode where he gets into that bar fight, yeah. he just gets kicked, kicked the balls nine times. twice. He gets kicked in the nuts twice in that episode. And he How has... do you
3: feel about the writing? It's Warren Ellis, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. so so let's get a little bit into the factoids, and then we can talk a little bit more of the production. So, um. Yeah. As a whole, Castlevania is a series debuted on September 26th in 1986 in Japan. Uh, its main focus is on the family of the Belmonts, who are a family of demon hunters who are destined to defeat uh, Count Dracula. Uh, it spawned 31 video games, comics, toys, and of course, the animated series Jesus. that we watched. Uh, yeah, 31 games. games—it's a lot. Uh, and also some oh, of the best... Fighting and fighting most...
2: fucking Vlad Dracula. That's...
0: Yeah. And also some of the best and most memorable music from video games exists within this series. Um, the show itself is based off of the third game in the Castlevania series, uh, Castlevania 3, Jackal's Curse. Uh, it was dropped in 1989 for the Nintendo Entertainment System, and it is highly considered to be one of the best games for the NES.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and for the history of the show, um, it premiered on July 7th, uh, 2017. It was written by Warren Ellis in 2007. He finished it in 2008. The series was stuck in production hell until 2015 when Frederator Studios and Powerhouse Animation Studios stepped in. Um, I, fa- hold, hold, Lord, I
2: found it very weird that Frederator picked this up because of the shows that Frederator puts out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Frederator is known for uh, Adventure Time, Bravest Warriors, Being Puppycat. Um, the head of Frederator Studios has actually put, probably green-lighted most of the animation that you watched as a child. Yeah. Um, uh, Fred Warren Siebert. Ellis, Yeah, Fred Seibert. Um, Warren Ellis is known for writing Transmetropolitan, which is a really, really awesome comic series featuring uh iconic character, Spider Jerusalem. Never read it. I would definitely guarantee, like recommend it. Uh, he's also written Red, uh, which has been picked up for movies, uh, and he's written many of the Marvel series. And, uh, he wrote also Dead wrote Space. Dead Space. I didn't know.
2: It's one of my favorite video games. I didn't know that either. Oh, my, oh my gosh.
4: It's
0: awesome. Uh, and then Powerhouse, which is fairly—it's a fairly small and unknown studio, um, they've mainly done video game cinematics. They worked on Epic Mickey and Epic, uh, Epic Mickey 2, and they've also done some stuff for Banner Saga, which is a fairly well-known mobile game series.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, that, I didn't know that until right now, and that sort of makes sense to me because I know that Banner Saga made some heavy use of rotoscope techniques, and there are, like, several shots in this where I was like, where it's pretty evident that they're using sort of human models and then drawing over it for some of the... The higher action stuff, like there would just be a couple shots. Where, like, I I distinctly remember one shot in maybe the fourth episode, where like Trevor jogs into the scene, and it is just so naturalistic the way he's moving. Yeah, that it's like okay, that's definitely like a live reference used for that, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's cool to use that sparingly. So
0: I felt that way during a lot of the uh, the Cyclops fight, like how dynamic his movement was
3: and how fluid everything was. Yeah, the Cyclops fight was really cool. Uh, yeah. So Warren Ellis, um, uh, how, how did y'all feel about it? I'm, I feel like I'm taking over your show. How did you feel about his script? Because like, I still have. To oh, you're, to you're fine, I dude. <laughs> okay. Honestly, uh,
0: I, you could, if you've ever read any of like Warren Ellis's stuff, um, mm-hmm. he definitely has a really, really dark sense of humor throughout yeah. his work and it definitely shows in the writing for this series
2: yeah it came up a lot of and again this is i mean especially if, if you if you knew he wrote dead space like you the the few jokes that are in a dead space game very much shine through in this um mm-hmm. there, there'd there be just this times where it was very serious but just that little joke caught you and just brought you back to the fact that this is anime and this is this isn't supposed to be taken seriously at all uh, like I mean, him there's, there's... getting kicked in the nuts and the dude asking his name and he tells him he's Jesus of Nazareth was <laughs> fantastic. That's really good.
3: And, and, and like one of the things that I think sort of lends credence to the fact that this was originally a movie is that the best callback happens in it four episodes later. Yeah. When after he gets his nuts ruined in that bar fight, he, he knees Alucard in, in the balls yeah. and Alucard just pauses and says, please, this is not a bar fight. It's
4: <laughs> decency.
2: I also like the um, fact that he tried, my... to kick, he tried to kick an immortal vampire in the nuts. Vampire
3: in the nuts, yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, he went that, for that, it.
3: That got, like, a, a an audible guffaw out of me. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Just the yeah, fact that he, he stood there was... and nothing happened, I was just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's definitely some really good dark humor in it that I liked. Um, and I, so I feel, this is all entirely theoretical, but, like, my feeling at times watching this was that, like, this was a script from Warren Ellis, who maybe is the biggest name associated with this thing, other than the Dracula or sorry, the uh, Castlevania brand itself. Yeah. And sometimes I felt a little bit like maybe either the studio or the people involved in the production were a little scared to challenge the script or change the script. Like it felt like there were a lot of scenes that were just people talking to each other, and like dialogue-wise, it was okay. But maybe for an animated thing, it wasn't the best fit um yeah. actually i got a i got a fun these...
0: factoid to tie into that um yeah. ellis had no previous knowledge of the series prior to working on it and he worked hmm. with uh famed castlevania producer koji igarashi who is like beloved by everybody who's a fan of castlevania not right now to fully because, flesh out the show because
2: fucking uh, fucking whatchamacallit is looking real shitty
0: Oh, his uh, his little Kickstarter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Igarashi actually pushed Ellis through eight full rewrites of the pre-production material before he'd give his approval, which Ellis was kind of bothered by. But honestly, like, this is actually approved by someone who has worked pretty heavily with Igarashi, and has probably actually produced the, like, top-tier Castlevania game, which is Symphony of the Night. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess if the story fit and Igarashi liked it, then it worked out.
1: I do agree yeah. with that there was parts where there's kind of like quite a bit of talking. Like what when they're talking in the bar and he's talking about how oh my God. Like, his cut is it his cousin? Yeah, or it was brother? his cousin.
0: It was his cousin. He said, he
2: said he said well no we're brothers. He's like you came out of my aunt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they're just like chatting there for a while and
4: it's just like okay.
2: The
0: it was the goat fucking story yeah. where he talked about him bashing his his that was, his friend with no, a shovel.
2: and then the then the, the dude who fucked the goat came in at the end of that. Yes. Was that
1: who that was? Because yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, Cause he's like, did you find
2: Because like... he asked me, like, Did you find any sheep on the way here?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I, I thought that whole that whole bit of dialogue was amazing.
1: <clears throat> it's funny, but it kinda of felt like filler.
0: Yeah, it definitely felt like filler. It also felt kind of like, oh, it's like a pulp pulp fiction esque little scene. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think they were trying to just like world build it like this is just a really shitty place to be.
3: Yeah. It was. It, it, it struck me as funny at one point, and this is a pretty standard like fantasy fiction thing that like, one of the first title cards in the game, not in the game, sorry, the, the series tells you that this is Valachia and then like almost instantly, everyone just has a fucking British accent. Like the bartender yeah. has a Welsh accent. Yeah, and it's like all right. You could I tell that they're like they're meant to be the Hicks. Yeah, um, yeah. It was. Uh, that 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 scene was interesting. This is the first scene where something popped out to me that bothered me for the entire series, which is that the. the um, and this might just be a thing that bothered me because I come from a production background, but it seemed really evident to me that there was not original music composed for this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that bar fight scene, there it's you know it plays some very standard sort of medieval. Bar music, yeah, um, that doesn't really feel like it fits the action, and that was a thing that continued for the entire series. Every time there was like a dramatic scene or an action scene, it always, always, always felt like the music in the background was like atonal, sort of just like uh, mood music, barely even music. Like there were no recurring hero themes or character themes that we heard coming back. you know, like, there's no sound specifically associated with Dracula. And it felt really weird to me, like... I thought it's like it was kind of royalty-free music
2: is. just thrown in the background.
0: Yeah, I'm it's like, honestly kind yeah. of a shame, too, because, like, the music is one of the, like, big, well-known parts of the Castlevania games. I just the bought two
2: vinyls from two Castlevania games.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just, like, it's kind of a shame that they don't have anything carrying over into that, or, like, they're not utilizing anything from, like, the massive library of the 31 Castlevania games that exist
3: yeah it definitely feels like a lot of missed potential and it was just so i don't know I, I could have just been in a weird mood when i was watching it but it was so distracting to me like how many scenes in this thing felt like they were not cut to the music or like the music was added after the fact especially having watched like one punch man just like uh, watching one punch man simultaneously and feeling like the music and the, all of the sound design and that was so uh, bespoke you know like so meant for every frame of action that we're seeing than to jump to something where it's just sort of like these long organ pieces that don't really accent or emphasize anything that we're seeing on screen i felt the only
2: time um, that, that some of that organ music would have worked is when they're in the church and it's yeah but the church scenes, like i mean there weren't there was what two there's one at the very yeah. beginning yeah and a, and when the priest gets eaten yeah. Which is, God, that's still my favorite scene. That's that's one of my favorite scenes in this whole thing so far. It's when the priest gets eaten. That's I really, wanted him to die so bad. It is such a a a mind-shattering thing for that character. The fact that these, so, that these so demons could, for too. one, walk into the church. Because Trevor yeah. said something earlier. He's like... Just in case I walk into the church and I set fire, it's your fault. Because, like, that's a thing. Like, if you're a sinner, you'll like burn when a, you walk into church I feel like that was totally,
0: like, sarcasm on his part, though. It was, but it's yeah. also like,
2: like, sinners will get burned when you walk into the church. Like, that was, like, a very old thinking. Um. So it's just like, that's for bad. a demon to go into a holy place, you would immediately set fire. Nope, this demon walked through because you're a shit person and your shit shown through, and you're not and as holy as you no thought you God were. And there's no God here. He said, yeah, there's, I could... there's that was... no God here, we love you, let me kiss you, and he fucking ate his face.
3: That was really, I loved that, and I did like the foreshadowing too with Trevor there, but yeah, like the, the idea that, like, I was sort of expecting this terrible character, so the, 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 the character in question is the Archbishop, and he is the one who's responsible for burning Dracula's wife at the stake uh, because she was a scientist, and he, he thought she was it a witch. All. Yeah, it's all, uh, so, it's all um, his fault. It is all his fault. The idea that he would be killed by a demon rather than one of the good guys is really cool to me because it sort of establishes that you know that it's not necessarily just a strictly good versus evil world in the Castlevania anime. It's like you know consequences and different groups with self interest and you know the demons.
2: I mean, you know, but you can even look at like the other. "Quote unquote priests that were with that bishop where, you know, even Trevor pointed out like, oh, what, what, what priest carries around a short sword? Or who has what priest has a has a thief's thief knife? A, a thief there sc- was
1: only yeah. one priest, and that was actually like legit and can. Oh holy god,
2: <laughs> that like, was a great scene because he was like, oh, who's an actual priest? Can you go bless this holy water? And then he throws it. He's like, oh shit, that priest could actually make holy water.
0: <laughs> like he he, he wasn't was expecting only, it to do anything. He was
1: the only like." Non-corrupt person there. <laughs> God, like, cause he
2: specifically asked, him, "Who's an actually ordained priest?" <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah.
0: He had to clarify it. The fight um, with
2: the fights with the priest were fantastic, though. Like he he whipped that dude's eye out.
0: Yes. Yeah, that was dope. He he whipped a dude's finger off. That was pretty bitchin'. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all <laughs> of the fucking attacks with the whip. I mean it's Even a big the
1: cyclops
0: yeah the whip is a big part of the fucking series i mean that's like mm-hmm. in since castlevania 1 you used a goddamn whip and but they also him... brought in
2: some other stuff from the other weapons he uses though which is great because yeah, he uses sword. holy water which is one of the the weapons that he has a short sword that you can get yeah. and he used the knives if they would have brought out the axe i would have lost my fucking mind if he yeah, was just if he was just if he was was lobbed an arcan axe at somebody i would have I'm so ecstatic
3: he, he did launch a hatchet at yeah. that big ass cross there you go <laughs> that's true I, I i really liked those fight scenes and uh, th- like the the way that they used the whip was really cool like they did some innovative stuff with it like it wasn't just like indiana jones like you know Wa-cha! like i whipped you i whipped something out of your hand or like oh i swung across a crevasse he did both of those things but like some of the stuff he did in the fight with Alucard, where he's uh, like twirling it, and like he, he used his finger he wraps to like it around his own sword, um, and then uses like a whip with a sword on the end of it yeah as a weapon.
0: The uh the little trick that he did when he was fighting Alucard, where he like put his finger in to get like that little swing at the end and nail him in the side, that was pretty
3: sweet. Yes, that was really he. Horrible.
2: I mean like, he and he he says you know like I have the whip you know the whips are used for fighting. It's it's our it's our family weapon that's that's used to fight uh, demons and vampires and in Castlevania series. Like the the strongest weapon every game is the Belmont whip. Like you can get other yep. whips in all the other Castlevania games, but the Belmont family whip is always the strongest weapon in those games. Except for Symphony of the Night, because you get the Chrysogram and you can just press uh, X a bunch of times and kill everything in, like three hits.
0: <laughs> have you have you played any of the Castlevania games, Pat?
3: Yo, so only in little pieces. Like, I remember playing the very, very first Castlevania game on NES, um, god, when I was like three or four, um, and obviously I fucking sucked at it. That game is still hard, to be honest.
2: Play the Super Nintendo version, because they just redid that whole game, and it looks so much better, and it's so much easier. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I, I, it's on my list of things to eventually go back to, um. Like if, if I don't know if the switch is gonna end up launching its like subscription service where they give you a bunch of virtual console shit, but like it, that'll be the that end of I, me. Yeah, I I definitely want to go back and play the Castlevania games. I've watched um I'm a big Giant Bomb fan and I watched a lot of the Vinny Vania series where Vinny plays through the old Castlevania games. Yeah, okay. So I feel like I'm sort of familiar with them, but like I've never put my hands on them.
0: Yeah, I, I I appreciated that there was actually a good amount of like callbacks and like slight fan service to the series. Well, yeah.
2: with I mean, with the characters in this game and the plot of this game is literally just like literally ripped from Castlevania Three. Like Trevor Belmont's the main Belmont in that game. Um, Alucard, Vlad, uh, not uh, what the hell? Uh, Adrian Tapas is Alucard's name. He's he's yeah. the second protagonist, and Sifa is another pro- like. There's three protagonists in that game. And there's also
0: one more that actually I found out they were going to leave out because uh, Ellis felt that his character just didn't really work well within the series anyway. And there's a pirate that's essentially like a pirate ninja that's in the game. Yeah, um, uh,
2: but even the fight between Trevor and Alucard happens in the game, so Alucard can test you to see if you're worthy, fighting, worthy of fighting Dracula.
0: You have to be the hunter. Oh, cool.
3: That's
2: awesome. So they they pulled I literally everything they could from that game and put it into this.
3: Yeah. That's really cool. And like some of the stuff like um the Cyclops fight felt to me very much like it could have been a thing from a video game. The boss battle. Yeah. Um
2: that was so
4: cool. One of the 500 yeah. boss battles
2: in the Castlevania game.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I really appreciate it. the Cyclops scene is probably one of my favorites. Um just the little yeah, touches he,
2: in that scene, like when he dodged and the, the 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 eye beam like clipped his cape and still like like yeah turned and he, to stone. He, bro-
3: he breaks it off. Yeah. Yeah, the, and the, I guess that was a, a a big thing for me with the series. Like I really really appreciated and enjoyed a lot of the attention to detail. There was definitely a um, lot of
0: small details that were pretty pretty terrific. Like a lot of like character developing details, like trevor spitting on the pile of bodies
1: well even like just yeah. their facial expressions like they put a lot of detail in their facial expressions because like even with like anime you get like some range but this like you could right. see like the emotion change like mm-hmm. instantly it was great yeah
2: there was a nice little bit of like even in these four episodes we got a little bit of character growth for trevor from when he started as just like a drunk dude in the bar mm-hmm. uh to him like battle tactics you know organizing the citizens of this town and using his knowledge of being a belmont and of like the bestiary and all because he brings up the fact that there's a bestiary earlier in the series um i love that actually yeah and i'm a sucker for bestiaries I just he's to he's that. like <laughs> he's like okay you guys with the pikes we the two rows you guys with the swords dip your swords in the salt because salt kills demons that's that's like mm-hmm. i love that that's an, they use that in everything with demons by the way that that salt kills demons <laughs> or wards demons away. Uh he had the priest make holy water and people like to gather water with him. Like he he organizes so fast from being the drunk dude in a bar getting kicked in the nuts.
0: Yeah. And then throwing up outside of the bar
3: after getting <laughs> his ass kicked a little bit. Um, uh, I think he specifically told shouted that he wants them all to bleed out through their assholes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Honestly, um, like my favorite little character development scene was where he arrives at Gasol and then he has to crawl through the sewers,
4: mm-hmm.
0: just like the little he had. Like you could see if you paid attention, he used his cape to wrap around his hands so that he wouldn't have to touch the walls of the sewer.
2: Yeah, mm. he he's pretty much a homeless dude who is still about the fact that he has some family status and yeah. is above doing some of the shit he has to do
3: absolutely i i i I think he's a pretty fun character i i liked him as a you know lovable jerk type of guy um and yeah i'm excited to see where they go with the second half of this because again like uh like like you said early on this is kind of dracula blue balls for us here because (laughs) like it really sort of establishes the characters and the thing that they need to do and doesn't really get it done um it's like so, so at, at the end of the series, we see them all—all all three of them—Sifa, uh, uh, Trevor, and Alucard— together, agreeing to go kill Dracula, which felt kind of weird considering, like, the first portion of it was them establishing Dracula as a, a villain, and then we don't really see him again uh, for the entire series. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, I mean, we can probably move into the final impressions now, but like, as oh, yeah, as sorry. a whole, Not like, maybe. it's it's kind of funny because like they give Dracula this backstory, and it kind of. My favorite villain from the Batman animated series is Mr. Freeze. And I felt like there was kind of some similarities in the way that they handled his character, where, like, you actually are sympathetic for Dracula and the fact, like, his motivations behind it. But at the same time, you're like, but he is sending a hell army to murder all these innocent people. And this
2: this is the thing. They. So this game was based on Castlevania 3, but it took a lot of plot details from Symphony of the Night. Because of the Mm -hmm. fact, Symphony of the Night uh, is all about. Alucard wanting to kill Dracula, like in Castlevania Three, he had no real motivation to kill Dracula. He's just Alucard, and it's his dad. That's the thing. Yeah, as uh, if for the night, it's like um, there's some stuff with my mom. You got mad at the villagers, and now you're trying to kill everybody. Uh, I'm going to kill you. Uh, that's like that's like the entire motivation for this. Uh, and then the stuff with Richter Belmont and all that BS, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but like that's the entire motivation for that game, and like you get you get. You still feel sympathetic for Dracula because that is Dracula's driving force. It it wasn't. Uh, it, it it's his fault that shit's happening. Like that's like he summoned the demon army. Alucard told him not to. That's why Alucard had the scar and everything because he was like, "I'm healing mm-hmm. from the wounds my father gave me." We know that. But, like, it Dracula was trying to be normal because of his wife. So you you feel so hard for him, but it's also just like. You kind of fucked up, dude. You still don't need yeah. to kill everybody, Like, it's though, one
1: thing bro. to, like, have your revenge. It's another to just go, like, psycho and wipe out the whole...
2: He I did mean... give them a chance. Whatever. He gave them a year. To just clear yeah. out.
1: Yeah, well, so... they're humans. They don't listen. No. <laughs> as
3: as uh, people who are more versed in um, Castlevania lore than me... Um, how close is this to the thing, the the, the source material? Because I, I I watching it, I felt very much like this was um, some Catholic guilt on display from <laughs> Warren Ellis, like, <laughs> like 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 as as Dracula's wife Lisa was her name Lisa, yeah, I believe it was Lisa, yeah, is 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 burning at the stake. She straight up like borrows a Jesus Christ line of you know the forgive them they know not what they do yeah. thing, um like how was the japanese source material like sort of yes this um
2: yeah. Yeah. and, okay. and simply the night there's a scene I'm, I'm gonna spoil this game this game's old as shit i don't really know yeah. there's this, there's <laughs> there's there's one scene it's like right before a boss fight uh where alucard sees a vision of his mother being burned at the stake and she tells she's she gives him that speech she's, she's like and she's like you know, they don't know what they do. Be kind to humans, don't be like them. Like the same speech she gave to Dracula, like be be a human, don't be a monster. Yeah. Uh, and, and Dracula's
0: like, like, nah man, I can't do that. Sorry Right.
2: And like that's right like before the boss fight. You're like, Oh, it's a succubus. She's trying like she's trying to get you to fucking kill people. It's like, what the fuck?
3: Uh, that's cool. It's it's uh that that that's interesting that they like set up Dracula as like an Old Testament God and Alucard as a more of a Christ figure in that case. Well, actually, not really a Christ figure because like Christ's. I mean, he called him Jesus. Christ had <laughs> seen his mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do call him a Messiah. Um, like he's he's like he's
2: uh what did he they were fighting. He's like uh what did he said. God, what was that line? It was such a good line. He said uh. What was that? S- I'm going to look this line up. I'm not going to let this go. <laughs>
1: One of our friends posted it. On yeah. I, I'm, I'm
2: just going to pull the IMDB page, so I'm sure this is an IMDB. Uh, Castlevania.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're a floating vampire Jesus over here.
2: Thank you. <laughs> uh, there is there is some some context to that. where. Oh, she, oh! She asked him, "Is she gonna fight the savior?" He said, "Oh, you mean your floating yeah. vampire Jesus over here?" Yeah, like because like to the 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 speakers, Alucard is their like savior, like the the savior that's gonna like get rid he's of Dracula. Sleeping shit. soldier. Yeah, yeah.
1: But is he uh, though? Because like they talk about like no, oh, it's not. from long ago. No, because he's only been and he's only for a been year. there for a year.
2: So and that's so really that's that. that's I, from I, I, Castlevania three that is from castlevania three because he hasn't been like asleep that long but simply the night he's been asleep for a thousand years at that point
1: okay
3: i love how often in this series um sort of uh and i think this might be ellis's touch but like the mythology building and the sort of religious reverence um collide with practicality um it, it, and, th- and that's one of those really funny moments where they're talking about, you know, this this Messiah figure of the Speakers who's been sleeping under the city for 300 years. And then he's like, what is the year of your Lord? And he's like, It's 1476. He's like, I've been asleep for a year. <laughs> he's like, eh, I've been asleep for about a year. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was really good. And that happens a couple other times. As well. Like, like the, the scene we are talking about earlier where the um, demons enter the church, and he's, like, so sure that, like, a demon should not be able to enter this whole holy place, and the demon's like, N- "Nah, I, I came in. I'm here." <laughs> so
1: your god isn't here. Yeah, which I think oh,
3: that's my um, favorite scene. It's a good scene.
2: It's a it's a fantastic <laughs> scene because it's it's it sh- it just shuts down that dude's world that he was doing anything holy, and he's just like, "No, nah, mm. you fucked up." But we love you because you did some fucked up shit. And you're the reason why we're alive. <laughs> Let me make yeah. out with you and eat your face off.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Delicious yeah, that might have been the strongest meat. scene. I feel like in this, other than like I would just watch the fight scenes in this thing cut together oh. end to end because they're so good. But like ninety nine percent sure that's on script... YouTube
2: already. Oh, for
3: yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Scripting wise, I think the, the the scene where the demon came into the church was my favorite one.
0: I just I just I was rooting for that priest to die so hard that when it finally came, I was just
2: like,
1: yes, yes. The so effect
2: of Dracula being in the fire though was cool as hell.
1: Oh yeah, right. where like that the first so time awesome.
2: where like he his face appeared in the fire that Lisa was burning in, um, yeah. and mm-hmm. then like when the demons came down, he just turned into a meteor from Final Fantasy and just came down as his face, <laughs> <laughs> just destroyed this That's town.
3: Ass, yeah, and then he appears as a gigantic swarm of bats or crows, which was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- there were some, like,
2: extremely
3: metal moments in this. Like, the, the, the you know, straight-up, like, Slayer raining blood the first time uh, when the their weird pope dies or whatever. Yeah, oh, I was super I mean, excited when they I mean, started. So out. you, brought him, you brought him Slayer. When you find out about his wife. Yeah, blood, but it, it was
4: tears. awesome when it
1: started raining blood. I was just like,
3: uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> From a lacerated sky. It was, it was so sick. Uh, and, and those weird little bat fetuses falling out of the air, turning into demons. Um, there was some really fun shit in this show.
2: I'm gonna pull this up real quick and send this to you. I'm supposed to post this in the the chat over in. You oh brought God. up Slayer. Uh and one of this one of my again, we're talking about how metal this shit was. This is I own this shirt. And I, I wish I was wearing this right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is really good.
0: And it's loading Oh yep, yeah, that's it's, pretty
2: good. Yeah. It's real good. uh There's like
1: it should like, be in, a, should the, be in a, a black metal font, though, so you can't read it. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's it's Metallica.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's not like black metal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's, it's not, not It's it's, it's just
2: dodging that copyright notice right there. Yeah, that that DCMA is like, nope, you can't sell that.
3: I mean, I would ask y'all, like, what things could they have done to this series that would get you 100% on board with it? So, I,
0: um, I felt it, the pacing it, yeah. was a little rushed.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. It That's felt, the one thing I hate.
2: It felt like how the first season of um, Korra felt, where they didn't know if this mm. would keep going. So, they just kind of just tried to wrap up as much as they could what they had.
0: In like the first mm. couple episodes, yeah,
1: a lot of a lot of anime, like older anime movies, do that too, where they rush through everything and you're just like, oh, because
2: okay, then that's it? it comes back when the show comes back, it's like a feeling of like, well, we ended everything now it's to start like fresh, but with this, we know there's there is more stuff to it, but it feels like they tried to wrap this up just in these four episodes.
0: Um, mm. Also, the the actual pacing of. They kind of rushed through it, but there were so many like portions of the show in the first like the four episodes where, oh, crumbly floor. We fall down a level. Crumbly floor. We fall down a level. Oh, crumbly clock tower thing. We fall down a level.
2: That is a very cheap way to transition a scene. Yeah. I
1: know, but it got a little old after a while because it just, Kept happening constantly, and I was like, "Okay, okay." Let's, and I'm like, let's, "How let's how decrepit
0: it. are the floors in oh, this place?"
2: I mean, I agree. It's 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 like I said, it's a, it's yeah. a cheap way to to move a scene along.
3: That that really really felt like they're trying to get their like adventure quotient in. Like, yeah. Like, Got gotta have a whip it, swing. You know, it's a, right. It's a Castlevania game, so there needs to be a part where somebody's navigating a castle or something so, like that, or a dangerous environment. And it felt like they were just really trying to bang that. I think
2: I think out. that's. I feel like that's what's going to be the next eight episodes is because even Trevor brings it up, and it's a big part of Castlevania, is Draco's castle isn't always there. It just appears when it needs to appear.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I have a feeling that, like, in these next eight episodes that we're going to get, because they've greenlit for eight more episodes, um, that all is going to be his castle exploration and, like, fighting, like, probably, like, bo- like bosses we know from Castlevania. So we're going to fight, like, Cerberus and, like, the Grim Reaper, because that's, like, he's in every fucking game. Um, I don't scary. know how many, like, how many times... Wait. Like you, there's 31 Castlevania games. How many times can you really kill the Grim Reaper and not, you know what I mean?
0: 31 times. He's got a terrible record. Like guy. I mean, it's like Supernatural. <laughs> How many
2: demons can you really kill? A lot. There's a lot. Um, but let's let's do final impressions. Let's get to questions. Yeah. Um, so, final impressions. Hell yeah, I'm all about this. This metal as fuck. It's uh, metal as fuck. Can't wait till <laughs> 2018 like when these next eight episodes come out.
0: If you like Berserk, if you like fucking Hellsing, if you like just gory, awesome, adult-oriented fucking anime shit, this is definitely highly recommend.
2: Uh, I wish there was a Japanese option with subtitles so I could listen to this in Japanese. Because I want to know really? what the Japanese voices would be like for this.
1: I mean, maybe. I don't know. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's right up my alley. Like, I'm a huge fan of Hellsing and Drifters, and this this just... Fit the bill.
2: <laughs> what what used to be Berserk?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I I'd say it's so short that like even if you're sort of tepid on it, tepid, like I am, it's it's worth watching just because you know it's it's a hundred minutes long, and there are some really good fight scenes and some really good gore in it, and like the if they sort out the music thing, which was just horribly distracting to me for some reason (laughs) if they sort that out for the next eight episodes i'm on board for watching more of this so i have
2: a quick thing uh this has nothing to do with what we're doing right now it's evo weekend um and i have smash on on my tv because for some reason smash 4 is on tv they just cut to a commercial in the middle of a match (laughs) what yeah i like i like looked over and i was like oh they're doing it's in grand finals by the way it's 2-2 that's how
0: boring that's how they're in the last match
2: for smash (laughs) And literally just cut it in the middle of the match.
3: <laughs> That's how boring and slow Smash 4 is, Kevin. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. So, Evo is on. Like, like, are you watching, like, broadcast television, or is this, like, you just have Twitch on? Uh,
2: I'm watching it on. No, no, I'm watching the. Oh, and it br- brought it back, and, like, like nothing <laughs> happened. It's, like, two minutes later in the match.
0: Um, actually, the. You're probably watching it on Twitch, but... No, I'm not. I'm watching also, it on Disney. I'm watching it on Disney. Is, oh, you're on Disney? Yeah, so because
2: I didn't, I, didn't want it. This to, I didn't want this to kill my internet.
0: Yeah, Disney XD is also... Is <gasps> Disney Zero lost!
1: Wait, he lost? Oh, Jesus, you guys.
3: <laughs> Wait, so hang on. Just uh, This is a total self-interest question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Question. Uh, who, who, uh, who's calling it on Disney? Yeah, uh, some ESPN
2: people they have. And then they oh, have they're ESPN going to first of five. Fuck this!
1: Well, that's because Disney owns ESPN.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, um, they're not using because Twitch has the actual Smash broadcasters that people actually care about. Um, right. And
1: what, what were we watching it on? Twitch.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: Disney is using their own broadcasters because like it's the broadcasting us on Disney, so I guess it's like not supposed to be cursing or anything, which I guess makes sense. Oh. Oh. It makes sense, yeah. Uh, I was—I tweeted this out earlier. I was like, yeah, they can't handle real Smash commentary. Little kids can't handle that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, marble,
4: baby.
3: Can't the truth.
2: Because, like, the biggest Smash community in the U.S. is, like, an hour away from me. And, yeah, there's there's no way little kids can handle the shit that happens at an actual Smash tournament. <laughs> uh, so let's get into questions now. This is all still going the recording. I really don't care. <laughs> uh we have three questions. First question, Pat. This question that's just for you. <laughs> we got this question three times, by the way. Uh, how was your arm today, Pat?
3: Yeah, oh, the arm is okay. It's um, I I'm I'm very sensitive about the arm. I wish the arm was bigger. Um, it's 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 a small arm. I don't feel like I fill out t-shirts very well. Those uh, uh those
2: new Uniqlo t-shirts that you have been rocking.
3: Yeah, pretty much exclusively. But like, yeah, the arm's okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> got to make sure. Oh, it...
2: people who people who don't know what that's from—it's from Awful Squad, isn't it? Like, it's.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was a so we're doing me and Simone were doing a, a player unknown stream with like Griffin and Justin and Russ and all of them, and I was supposed to be a hundred percent out of the shot, but we didn't do a great job so my arm was on the shot for the entire stream and then um later uh when we realized that my arm was in the shot and I removed it everybody got very upset so now I guess my arm is a thing it's I've I wa- <laughs> people need arm updates every
2: every I do watch Office Squad every Tuesday uh, it's always
3: yeah. it's
0: always a very just kind of like weird thing that the internet will pick up on and do something yeah. stupid with
2: cause like I don't play <laughs> PUBG fine, cause I, I I don't have a PC that can run it uh yeah but, like, I'll watch Awful Squad, and it's, like, it's come up every episode since that happened.
3: <laughs> I've
0: actually, yeah, I've actually was, I... like, I'm, like, four episodes deep because I've been putting this stream on while we've been working on cosplay, so it's just kind of, like, in the background.
3: Oh, cool. So. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, um... Last week, I missed the stream because I was working on something else, and I, I got a very desperate DM from Griffin being like, <laughs> yo, people need to... They need to know about your arm. They won't stop. Asking about your <laughs> arm. Give us an arm update. And I was like, "Fuck, all right." Oh my god.
2: Oh, I need, <laughs> I need Simone to at least hear this little segment right here. <laughs> at least for. Simone. Simone, I love you. Please get some spoons for your pudding. Um. Well, our wait next question, boy, Kevin. huh?
0: Wait, a fanboy, Kevin. Uh.
2: <laughs> uh next question comes from dataface this is this is another question i love that people know who some of our guests are because i'll direct questions to them it's a question from dataface on twitter what do you think toad's favorite anime is
3: oh great question i'm gonna let y'all kick this one off because i need a second to think
2: uh oh man toad. toad the little mushroom that's in indentured servitude uh he'd be into idols <laughs> <laughs>
0: Into what?
1: Into idols.
0: Oh God. Toad's into the moe moe shit.
2: <laughs> uh, he's probably into like prison school because he lives that with Peach. Like,
1: oh my God, Like, they'll talk. No. 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 Oh God, I just. Toad has,
0: Toad has a fucking pee fetish.
1: Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh God.
0: Um, pr- uh, prison school. If you're unfamiliar with it, uh, Pat, uh, prison school yeah, is a, sure. it's about a a bunch of boys who they're they're let into a girls' school, uh, and then <laughs> oh, they no. get put in the school prison for being perverted fucking teenage boys, uh, and then it becomes <laughs> this weird kind of uh, fetish mess. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Right, it gets into right. like weird BDSM shit and like. There's some water sports that come into play. Oh, <laughs> water
1: sports, oh, <laughs> guys.
3: It's it's weird. Okay. All right. Great. I'll, I'll, can
2: you can you DM me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will send you the Crunchyroll link to it. How about that? I'm slide to them DMs. Man, it is on Crunchyroll. roll
3: uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Uh, so I'm gonna jump in and say. I, drawing again from a very, very limited pool of anime experience. Isn't there somebody in One Piece who dresses kind of like Toad? Isn't there somebody just like in a vest and no shirt? Yeah, it's Luffy. Uh, Luffy? <laughs> Luffy? Yeah, the yeah. main character. I'm going to say Toad watches that and he says look, there's somebody like me. Uh, I'm into this. Maybe so Toad's favorite show is One Piece. Maybe Toad's favorite show would be One Piece
0: because uh, Captain Toad is very much into adventure and One oh, Piece true. is very adventure-centric.
3: That's true, yeah. Is Captain Toad the same guy as regular toad
0: i don't know you run in doesn't don't they run into him in like
2: in like every game now
3: yeah i don't know maybe that's interesting i'm I'm gonna have to do some research and i'll get back to y'all yeah awesome
2: this will be a follow-up we'll tweet it out (laughs) uh what lauren what do you think his favorite anime is i already said oh you said idol shit that's right That's right I, I'm saying I'm gonna stick with prison school I'm gonna I'm I am going to i am i to stick with my guns on that one I mean he look look here he lives in a castle with a a ruthless tyrant uh of peach uh, is Peach really a
0: ruthless tyrant though because I mean she, she has is, like, a, she, she has a
2: legion of toads that work for her and she she, what did what they is she, do she all she does is get, all she does is get captured they don't do shit because all she does is get captured yeah, but, like, yeah. they just run around and go, oh, so Mario's like,
0: here again, he'll take care of it. There's toads that are,
2: like, stuck in the bottom of Peach's Castle in Mario 64, like, fuck that, dude. <laughs> I feel she's for them like toads. Yeah, she's, Princess Bubblegum. She's got an yeah. entire subservient, like,
3: genus of... Of, of slaves? Organisms. Yeah, it, it's really not great, and, like, uh, but maybe it's just a thing where, like, Though they, they tend to her day-to-day needs, but anything beyond that, they need to bring in Mario for I wonder if Toad's, Toad's favorite movie would be like Django Unchained.
4: Oh my god. Oh my god. That's,
2: that's amazing.
3: I want to see some fan art now.
1: Please, please no. I,
3: I would love to to see a game where, where Toad finally, finally sort of comes into his own. Captain Toad.
0: He, he <laughs> usurps the fucking tyrant of the Mushroom Kingdom.
3: Yeah. But like isn't, like isn't like Peach's dad doesn't he look like a toad? Yes. Is that just what, what the male of male of I mean, she is Peach's Princess
0: Toadstool.:
4: is.
3: But there oh.
2: is Toadette, like so what the fuck is going on? I mean,
0: toadette? but then also in the Smash Brothers Canon, she uses toad as a fucking human shield. Okay, oh, no. so
2: did you see uh, during That's melee, somebody somebody referenced, please retweet.:
3: Yes, they did yeah as uh nick sent me the sent me the clip it's amazing uh tof yeah his name? yeah I, I guess he earlier on like when when somebody busted out the the toad blocking was like oh she's showing off her good toad and then when uh, she got smashed off the stage <laughs> yeah. he yelled please retweet which was such an honor it's amazing you, uh,
2: uh, please retweet has gone viral it's been on tv now it's real did
0: you did yeah. you really think that it would like blow
3: up the way it has No, absolutely not. (laughs) Like we weren't even gonna put it on YouTube at first because it was just like we did it as a joke for my Twitter feed, and then I like took it to Tara or um, Tara Long, who's our video producer, and I was like, oh, you know, let's let's. What do you want to do with this? And I was like, we can put it on my Twitter. We can put it on Polygon's Twitter. And she's like, why don't you just put it on yours and we'll retweet it. uh,
2: (laughs) I uh, when when please retweet started, I was like, this is gonna be real stupid, and I'm just not gonna watch it. And I'm so sucked in. Just I'm, I'm so waiting for the retreat to happen.
0: <laughs> it was one of those things it's, that it's I didn't expect to really to go anywhere, but then it was like Griffin's Amiibo Corner, where I was just like, "This <laughs> is this is great" in the weirdest yeah. way possible.
3: I love Griffin's Amiibo Corner so much. And, and like, why like is a Toto's reason.
2: recurring thing with Polygon now?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Like so, I wasn't so the, the original. Uh, Ashley, our, our social media manager and also one of the hosts of the Polygon show has the clip of me just making the toad for the first time, which was like f- four months before the series launched. Can I, launched. It was can just I like, please us, get that like, clip? Each- yeah. So I'm going to release it at some point. Um, Ashley going to be on the show at some point and we'll probably integrate it in that episode because she was there when the toad was created. Um, and like. But yeah, like it was just a thing that we did to I, I did to gross people at the office out, and then like months <laughs> later, we're in a meeting with Tara, and she's like, "Come on, we need pitches, we need new shows. So like, what if I uh, tried to get Nintendo to retweet p- a picture, retweet a picture of Toad in a diaper?" And she's like, "Just fucking do it. Like, we need stuff. And then so just do it." And then Nintendo just
2: trick jacked your tweet.
3: <laughs> yeah, th- th- they're never gonna do it. Oh god, they're never ever ever going to do it. One
1: Uh-oh. day when you don't expect it, they'll do it.
2: I feel like <laughs> you're going to get be blocked finished. before anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I,
3: I'm actually working on toning it down because, like, I don't have direct channels to Nintendo, but, like, what I'm hearing through the back channels is that they're kind of done with it. Oh, so. no.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyways, what were we talking There's, about before we... We have another question. <laughs> we have one more question. Yeah. One more question. Our, our question, our last question comes from, of course... A good, good boy. Coffee Condor.
0: Coffee Condor. Sup,
2: Brian. Thanks Brian, for the what's question. going on? Uh, Coffee Condor asks, Brian always knocks out the park with these fucking questions. I swear to God. Uh, what is your favorite Castlevania game? Which one would you recommend as an introduction to the Metroidvania-style games? Okay. Um, people who don't know uh, what Metroidvania is, uh, Metroid is like, Nintendo is Nintendo's, one of the Nintendo's, Nintendo's flagship series where it's, it's pretty much open exploration for how you play these games. Like, it's a, it's a lot of revisiting, getting power-ups, and like, oh, you can go to this new place, whatever. The first Castlevania game to do that was Symphony of the Night, which spawned the term Metroidvania because it Castlevania started pulling from the Metroid style of gameplay. Uh, so that's, like, what the series is pretty much known for now, is the Metroidvania style.
0: So um, y- you can go ahead and go with this one, Kev, because I know you already have... Our favorite is probably the same
2: one. My favorite Symphony of the Night.
0: It's yeah, Simply the Night.
1: I think that's most people's favorites.
2: Just, like, I can go back and just keep replaying that one because there's so much to do in that game.
4: Like, so I can finish
2: the game. Like, you good. can either just do the one half of the game and just finish the game and be done, or you can collect everything and do a second half of that game that I never knew about as a kid.
0: The fucking Upside Down?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know about that shit as a kid. I found out about that, like, a couple years ago.
0: Um... Honestly, if with the second part of the question, which one would you recommend as an introduction to the Metroidvania style
2: game? Uh, I would probably recommend... go
0: with S- Super Metroid. I would uh, Honest- uh, well, honestly. Honestly, uh, well, it wouldn't Castlevania if, game.
2: If uh, if I have to pick a Castlevania game, I would say um, Portrait of Ruin for the DS. Portrait of Ruin is about as close as you can get to a Symphony in the Night game. It's a lot more simple, um, and it doesn't rely as much on the RPG stuff. But the RPG stuff helps a lot.
0: You didn't um, like Don of Sorrow,
2: Kevin? No, Don of Sorrow sucked. <laughs> uh, the Portrait ruins, it's it's easy. It's a, it's not even an expensive game. You can go on like eBay and find that shit for like 20 bucks. Or you could download it and just play it on an emulator. Don't don't do that.
0: Don't. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly like I I love the Castlevania series. Symphony of the Night is one of my favorite games. Um, but I'm always going to lean more heavily towards Metroid if I'm talking about Metroidvania shit, and Super Metroid is one of my favorite games
2: of all time. I mean, we we're talking Metroid, I'm going to say Metroid Fusion.
0: Uh, Metroid Fusion is a very close second, but Super Metroid shit's all over Metroid Fusion.
2: Wow. Some hot takes right here. Talking real spicy hot right takes. now.
0: Real spicy. Come at me. Come at me.
2: At me on fucking Twitter. Say, uh, let's argue. Metroid
3: Prime 2. Because, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, M- Metroid... Super Metroid is amazing. I played it for the first time a couple years ago, but I don't know if I'd recommend that as a first time, because like a lot of the shit in that is just like shoot at this block on the wall, this unmarked block on the wall to advance. I mean, so uh, first time
2: Zero the, Mission wouldn't be too bad.
3: Yeah, Zero Mission's great. Um, Zero Mission's really good and also Fusion is, is good as Zero well. Zero Mission's just a remake of the first
2: is. game with, with Fusion's engine. <laughs>
4: For sure. Uh, yeah, there's our questions. Really uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't have a favorite
3: Castlevania game because I haven't finished one. Pat, we gotta get Symphony. you, we gotta get it's you on stuff. track to
2: finish simply the Night. Like that, you can just run through that game. <laughs> you can literally just run yeah. to the last boss in that game.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. I I really played that one.
0: It's a it's a completely like open game, and you once you get to the final boss, you're there, and you can just beat it. That's awesome. Speedruns of that game are insane to watch.
2: Speedruns of that game for any percent are fantastic because they just run from the final boss. They don't, they'll collect like three items and just run to the boss.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, so where where can we find us?
2: Well, let's start with Pat. Where, if people want to find you and find your work, where can they find you?
3: Yeah, um, most of my work is on polygon com more specifically youtube com slash polygon um, I have a, a Twitter account that's twitter com slash pizza underscore suplex. um I and actually have a question
0: in regards to that um yeah, it, okay, so is that a pizza doing the suplex or is that somebody suplexing into a pizza
3: it's it's I would say if it's one of the two, it's the second one um, it's yes it's it's somebody doing a suplex onto a pizza okay uh, it's also the name of so when I picked the, the 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 handle it was just like well what are my two favorite things? And it's like I love pizza and I love the professional wrestling move the German suplex. So the pizza suplex would be a cool move. Uh but also then after I named it that I realized that that is the name of the pizza chain from um uh, uh no more heroes. I think it's called Pizza Suplex or maybe it's Pizza Yeah, I think it's called Pizza Suplex and I oh. love No More Heroes. So
0: There you go. So it worked it worked out.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It all
0: works out in the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have
2: anything coming down the pipes that you could talk about? is um, not going to break, like, some NDA uh, stuff from work that you could tell us to look forward to. Don't
4: sure. tell me to retweet um, the Toad.
3: <laughs> yeah, please retweet the Toad. No, uh, so it's uh, new Please Retweet. It should be up on Tuesday. Uh, and I'd say the biggest thing I want to plug is that the Polygon show comes out every Friday. I'm the producer of that, and the hosts are my friends Allegra, Ashley, Chelsea, and which one didn't I say Simone Simone hosts it and she does an amazing job um, and it's a really fun video game podcast with some really nice people uh, and you should all listen to it, please
2: So go subscribe guys it's it's real good it's real real solid. you can definitely tell the camaraderie uh in that group um, when you listen to the show it's it's real funny
3: yeah I, I i love I love um as the producer I feel like my role is to sort of be the their number one listener and or fan um so it's it's a lot of fun to get to listen to those episodes um and listen to them work together because they they have such an amazing rapport already and i think it's only going to keep getting better so yeah polygon show the polygon show on on apple podcasts and wherever else you get podcasts
0: cool sounds good uh kevin where could we find you
2: uh you can find me at kev bobbit on twitter i tweet about video games i've been tweeting a lot about evo so if you look at my Twitter account now, you're gonna see a bunch of stuff from Evo. Um, what else? Uh, you can find me. I do. I run the Twitter for Shonen Trash Cast. You can find that at Shonen Trash on Twitter. Um, I read and reply to every tweet that we get, which is fantastic. Um, mm. We have we we have gained some kind of fan base on this show now, which is weird. Uh, so, thanks. I mean, that's, that's all I can really <laughs> say to that. Thank, uh, thanks for
0: listening to us ramble about bullshit. Lauren, where can um, we find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Miss underscore Silver Fox. Um, it's the same for Instagram. Um, I haven't been too active lately because I've been busy with work and working on cosplay, but I pop on and off.
4: That cosplay
2: is <laughs> going to be real good. Uh, oh, it's
1: going to be real if good.
2: If I get it done. I'm so excited. If you don't if you don't finish it for Dragon Con, bring it to Megfest.
0: Megfest.
1: <laughs> we wanted to fly though. Can't fly with all that stuff. I
0: mean you can. We could just find a suitcase and pack it in there. Uh
2: kind of You could always FedEx it to my house and I'll bring it to you guys. Good. Uh possibly. Yeah.
0: So. Uh and then for me, you can find me at Vince V E E N C E on literally every social media platform ever. Um I'll come up. Uh, if you want to go to my Twitter, uh, keep in mind that it's mainly personal bullshit and uh, and anime stuff. I've been pretty much retweeting everything Boku no Hero Academia related Same. and <laughs> and complaining about my life. So yeah, there you go. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, under Shonen Trashcast. Uh, next week, we'll be back with part one of our series on Little Witch Academia, which I'm really, really excited for.
2: It's going to be a nice little two-part series. Thank God. I, I double-checked before I did the show notes today. Um, Netflix actually has the, the movie and the OVA on there. So. Fuck yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag Asks. Uh, we really appreciate the questions, and we have a lot of fun answering them. It's probably like my favorite part of doing an episode.
2: Uh, one more thing before we before we sign out, uh, Zero actually did lose um, Salem One Evo. <laughs>
0: fuck yeah! Okay, fuck you, Zero. I'm glad you lost. Fuck you and
2: your gunners <laughs> and your little shitty looking scarf. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I have been Rock Hard Cyclops Vincent Perez.
1: I have been Magician Speaker Lauren Russell.
2: I've been Casey Face Demon Kevin Bobbitt. I have been Dragula with a G, Patrick Gill. (laughs) And we'll see uh, you guys next week.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye, guys.